Welcome to Level Up with Adrian Cruz. Welcome back to the Level Up Show. I'm your host, Adrian Cruz. Today, I got one of my good friends of mine. He works close, closely to, to next to me in my office. And uh, his name is Rob, and he's been actually been on a couple podcasts before. Yep. And he's the guy. I mean, we do deals together. We're hunting for deals every day. And today, we kind of just wanted to talk about a little bit about wholesaling and what it takes to succeed in actually doing wholesale deals and wholesaling in real estate in today's market in 2024. Because we all know this isn't like your old days of wholesaling where you sent out a postcard or you sent out a direct mail and then you get a phone call. Now it's a little bit different. The tactics you got to go in a little bit different. And yeah, we wanted to talk about that and, you know, keep you guys up to date on what's working in today's market. And today, Rob, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing really good. It's a Monday morning. Love Mondays. Yeah. Love Mondays. Yeah, it's kind of funny that you brought this up because last night I was actually going through like just I'm a big short video because my attention span is short. You always send me these long ass three hour things to watch, but I never do. So I was going through TikToks and just trying to get some more ideas on how to how to get more leads. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, because right now we're we're busting our ass. I mean, I'm getting a lot of leads. I went through my emails that I sent to my real estate agent. Last two weeks, I've sent him 20 properties to comp for me. Dang. So you're looking at a lot of deals, and how yeah. many of them um, actually ended up working out? Out of those 20, none of them. The none two, of I got them. two deals going down, actually, and maybe this would be a good topic for us. The two deals I got going down, no, actually one of them is. No, you're right, you're right. One of them is a deal, and the other one is a referral to an agent. But mm. both of them are getting done because of an agent. Gotcha. That's awesome. Right. So now you're actually like today in 2024, because last year in 2023, you probably never worked with an agent before, right? No, I didn't. And and maybe it's just because I'm evolving a little bit more and being around more people. I mean, literally like on my Facebook, I've just been, if someone's a real estate agent from here to Denver, we live in Cheyenne, Wyoming. So Denver's an hour and a half, 100 miles away. From here to Denver, I've just been friend requesting agents yeah well, a lot of them are my friends too i'm like damn rob's already friends with my friends <laughs> right maybe, maybe it is because it starts showing you suggestions yep yep, you know yep. I mean? yeah you are a lot of them uh, your friend uh hunter is actually a lot of mutual friend mm-hmm. also yeah he's very well known in the denver market for sure right so and the reason why i was looking on tiktok is like man like how do i how do i how do i get these leads you know, they're a little bit like we're, like I have a canvasser that goes out every day, and he works from he come he meets me at the office at ten. He's probably out out there on the streets eleven, four hours a day. I got a cold caller. So well, what does the what does the canvasser do for you exactly? Just for the people listening, I made it simple for him. I just have him put flyers on the or sticky notes, but you can do however you want. You want to do flyers. I have a little a little post-it note with a stamp on it. I mean, in my previous podcast, you heard me talk about it. That's all he does is we talk about where he's going to go out in the morning, and I go out with him a lot too. 
So it's not like I'm just sending them out. I would say three out of the five days I go out with them also. And a lot of people that are in this business too, they always want to know, like, are you hitting up a list or a high equity list or an absentee list? I had literally told them, I'm like, dude, like we hit up every single house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Every house. We'll just pick a neighborhood. And they say that a good neighborhood, just like you drive for dollars, right? Mm-hmm. A good neighborhood is a place that has uh, pride of ownership, right? Like, an, like it doesn't look too shabby. It's not a war zone. And in Cheyenne, we don't really have war zones, like you would in Denver, Florida, and then also, but they would be in serious hurt if they lost their jobs and didn't have two paychecks in a row. Mm. You know what I mean? So people have a good pride of ownership, but also they don't really have that big nest egg. Yeah. So you have that canvasser, canvasser just scouting a neighborhood every day, putting up sticky notes that says we buy houses. On every single door, and the phone call comes directly to me, and I handle it. And the way I, I, I set it up is he does not get paid per hour. He gets paid per deal, and I pay him good. Yeah, He's got a deal going down that's going to make about four grand on it. Yeah, and he's only been doing real estate or wholesaling real estate in the last, what, two or three weeks? Right, yeah, two or three weeks, and I pay him uh, 25%, and it's a joint venture contract through the title company, so I don't have to handle no paperwork, so he's not really like an employee either. Mm. So he can even set it up when he gets better into it. He can even set up his own LLC if he wants to. But just to even think about that, there's people in this business that's, you know, been trying to do wholesaling real estate, and... They've never gotten a deal or either it took them, you know, I know one guy, it took him 11 months to get a deal, you know, and this guy with, you know, your coaching and with your skills and from experience, he got a deal after two or three weeks. Yeah, within two weeks he had a a deal with it. Bro, that is insane. Like two weeks to get a wholesale deal, it is unheard of. Uh, And we're closing hopefully sometime this week. Okay. And a real estate agent found me a buyer. So it was one of those properties that, um, it was one of those properties that it wasn't a typical investor property, but it was somebody that if they were going to do their own rehab on it, they're going to make some money. Yeah, yeah. And that who bought it is who bought it from you? Is it like a cash buyer already, or is it just like a retail buyer? He is. I think it's his first flip. First flip. And he got a like some kind of uh, construction loan. Uh, maybe I shouldn't mention where he got it from. I got the uh, pre-approval letter. Um, but he got some kind of construction loan, and the way he had to do it is show so much in the bank to to get this loan. But he actually got two investment people, partners, two people that had some money. Let's just give an example, twenty five grand a piece. They both gave him twenty five grand a piece to put in his bank to show that this this construction loan, that he had money in the bank, and then they gave him the money. Yeah. So it wasn't for, like, your typical investor that – I think, well, I offered around, um, since the deal's not closed, I'm not going to give all the all details out yet, but my offer from the typical investor in town was what? $80,000 more. Dang. And you still got the deal and, and you're still, still making money on the deal. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I'm still making money on the deal. And then I'm giving the 25% out, so... Two of us are making a deal, and I'm paying the real estate agent to help me find the the buyer. He's getting a little fat ass, too. man. Cool. 
Okay, so you got that guy. He got his first deal in two weeks. Still crazy to me. Still mind blowing. Because mm-hmm. even for me, it took me like three months to get my own first deal. So yeah. it just shows like I always tell people this too. Like if you're trying to do this wholesaling real estate, you just have to get around people doing it because it's almost I wouldn't say impossible, but it's way harder to try to do it by yourself. And there's no one else doing it around you. You know, no one believes in it. And you know, when you're doing it with other people that do it every day, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, you'll eventually get one a lot sooner than you think. You, you know, and when you say that too, is I have people hit me up. I have this nice young gentleman. He's hitting me up all the time and he's wanting me to help him and show him the ways. I showed you, he, I guess he hits you up or something also. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But I know there's these people out there that know that. They want to get around wholesalers. It's also hard to get around wholesalers. We're so busy. And we're busy. And we're so busy. So we don't really have the time and we get drained. How many people have you spent a couple hours with, a couple hours with, told them everything and they go out and don't do nothing? I mean, that's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, not just in the wholesaling business, I'm saying. In every business. In every business. Yep. Right. So it kind of like, so I have this kid that wants me to help him out. I want to help them out, but it's just like I don't have time for it. So it's not that you don't want to help, but it's like, you know, we're just busy as hell. Like we got a lot of things that we need to do. And I want to help them out. Then I will find a way out to help them out. But I would say with my with that with what I'm trying to get at is if you're trying to get someone to help you out, you got to be forceful. And you know what I mean. Yep. Like you don't just message somebody and say I want to help you out. You really show interest. You know. Yeah. Or bring some value, or you can, you know. Bring some value. I actually, I actually just started doing my whole like booking a call to make a yeah. uh, an appointment with me. So I charge for a coaching call now. So if you do want to learn, like you can go ahead and book a call with me. But like I'm not gonna sit down and spend two hours of my day. I'm sorry, but like we're busy business people. We have a lot of responsibilities, and it's it's just hard for us to take away two hours of our day. You know, when we could be doing other things that moves the needles because we got we got families to feed, you know, like we got to keep doing things that make us money, you know. Yeah. And like with me, like you said, we're busy business people and you got you're busy and your way. I'm busy my way. Mm-hmm. You know, me, I don't have a lot of money or a lot of means. And I want to say that to people because I'm doing this wholesaling thing and you don't have to have a lot of money. Like I'm literally you're seeing me dig myself out of the hole with wholesaling. Right. But my days is that meeting with my guys, going out and canvassing neighborhoods, calling leads, getting comms, having phone conversations, going to appointments, training my phone guy, talking to him. I mean, where are we going to get all this time to to meet with somebody? Right. And I almost asked the kid, like, how about you just canvass neighborhoods for me? Right. Because he said, I asked him what he know about wholesaling. He said he knows a lot, and he just can't figure out how to get. Once he gets a lead, he can't figure out how to figure out how much to give them. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you just got to get around people that are doing it. We'll teach you how to do it or book a call or hit up Rob and he'll show you when he has some free time too. Yeah. There's a couple of people on like TikTok that reached out to me that I am kind of helping, but you got to realize that the people out there that want help, you got to kind of like, for instance, this guy that's called me, I talked to him. Finally, I told him I'd call him yet tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow turned into two weeks and I called him and he never called me back. So I don't know if he's waiting on me calling him back. But that's why I say you got to be forceful. You got to be consistent, even with us. And we're not going to get mad if he calls us every day and remind us. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think that just shows a lot of hustle. Okay, so you have um, you have a guy that puts up sticky notes in neighborhoods. 
And then we also started doing Mojo Dialer. Yeah, me and Adrian actually together. Adrian's buying the lists. Um, right now we're just using the neighborhood, the neighborhood uh, whatever it's called, Mojo Dialer. And then, and this is another thing too, is wholesalers can work together. Mm-hmm. So me and Adrian have, I, I, uh, I oversee the guy. I set it all up. Adrian bought the Mojo Dollar on the lists. He's got the office space. And then any deal that he gets, me and Adrian work together. Mm-hmm. And, and then that guy only gets paid commission also. So nothing out of our pocket. He gets paid 25%. Me and Adrian work to eat the, me and you work the deals together. Yep, yep, yep. Which is working out well. Like he's been, how many phone calls and houses do you think he's been calling every day? Well, I have him doing it two ways. I have him also doing when my uh, when my canvasser is out, he's collecting addresses. He sends it to us at the end of the day. So he also will look people up on county records, fast people search. So that takes a little bit of time, and then he'll do the mojo dollar. Mm. I haven't. I got to start paying a little bit more attention to that. I, I deleted my app for some reason, but I would say he probably he puts in some good time. Yeah, and he sent me, he sent me a screenshot. I can't find it, but with the Mojo Dollar, just anybody wants to know, it'll literally tell you how how many calls your guys dialed, how many contacts, how many voicemails he dropped, the, the amount of time he spent on the phone. It'll I'll, tell you that too, right? Yeah, it'll show me. So as soon as he hangs up, I deleted my app for some reason. When he hangs up, it'll instantly send me a um through the app or through the email i don't even know you're probably getting them on your email and you probably oh, yeah, just don't I even notice <laughs> yeah read those and they'll tell you exactly how much time he spent on it how many dials how many contacts how many voicemails he dropped you know so yeah. and that's something where i need to start well on average you know i was telling this other guy i was on a call with him and he was doing mojo dialer but like he was like on average like how many phone calls or how many houses do you guys call on every day and I was looking at actually one of the emails, and it was thousands every day. I mean, we're hitting up thousands of houses. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you said earlier, we're not buying. I'm Actually, I didn't buy any list. I just bought the software. Right. But we're just hitting up every every house on the neighborhood, you know. Because you just never know. Like, I always tell people, you never know who's going through this stress time. It could be a, a, a nice, you know, mansion for all you know. And this guy could be going bankrupt, and he needs our help to, you know, solve their problems. And he's getting real close to a deal. Uh, I took a phone call. And how uh, long he's been doing this for us now? It's about the same time, about a couple weeks. A couple weeks. And he, I'm really impressed with him because he actually took it upon himself to spend his free time at home, start watching videos mm. and whatnot. And, the, but he, and he shows me like what he's learned and how he wants to incorporate it on the list and or on his scripts. And yeah, he's doing a really good job. Yep, yep. He's doing he's doing a real good job. He's taking it seriously, and and I and I and I ask him. And I hate to say like they work for me because I'm trying to make it like a partnership. Well, it is. It's yeah. it's it's not like you know we're paying them by the hour. I mean, it's oh. all it's pretty much self-employed. They're pretty much self-employed. Yeah, they're they helping only, me. They only get paid for what they kill. Right, and then and like I said, I tell these guys, you know, because I've owned businesses and stuff in the past, right, and I. Before it was like my guys, and I paid them a little bit of money, and I made a bunch of money, and it's, I don't want to be like that anymore. Yeah, you know. So and I tell them they're helping me. So the fact that one of my guys is out canvassing, 
that takes the, the, the load off of me. Now I can do something else. One of them is calling, takes the load off of me, I can do something else. So without them, I mean, they're, like I said, they're helping me. And I'm helping them too with, you know, taking, I mean, my, my cold caller, all he does is, well, as soon as they say they're interested, okay, I'm going to have Robert give you a call. Mm-hmm. He doesn't ask any questions, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms. I'm just keeping it simple right now, and it'll evolve. And he's really interested in it. And if he one day wants to say, hey, I'm pretty good at this. I want to start doing it myself. Go ahead. All for it. Go ahead. I want to show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And shoot, stay in the office with us maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right? No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like I said, the reason why I was watching those videos is because I'm just trying. It is, it's, it, is hard. it is a hard grind. No, it's a hard grind. I always tell people that too. I'm like, this is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be prepared mentally because a lot of this, this, you know, entrepreneurship just in general, it's all just a mind game. It's all just you versus you, what you tell yourself at the end of the day, you know, all the things you're saying to yourself, you know, throughout the day. And, you know, you can get really in a negative spot once you start, you know, not getting any deals or like maybe you're, you haven't gotten your first deal and you're like, shit, like maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. And that's why I always try to tell people to surround yourself with positive people because the right people will check you and tell you your problems are probably not even that big as they are in your head, right? But, um, yeah, man, it's not for everyone, for sure. Yeah, we're, I'm probably touching two to 400 houses a day, depending on the neighborhoods and how spread out they are, with the sticky notes. And my cold caller is probably three or four hundred houses a day, five hundred. It just depends on how much time he spends and how what what type of dialing he does. And when you say about your attitude, man, it gets hard on me because I get so many people that call me, and I've shared this with you before. I got one yesterday. <laughs> I'm laughing because I got one yesterday. Yeah, I mean, can I use can I use prof- go ahead bad language? Yeah, yeah go. people that call me and say, "Get the don't ever fucking come on my property again. I'll put a fucking bullet between your head. Crazy. Get a fucking real job." You have some transient guy come and put, you know, because our guy is cold out, so he put a little stocking cap on and stuff. He probably didn't look the most professional. I mean, I get those daily and text right, messages. Right. And wow. and you, you try to act tough. You're like, oh, you joke about it. We do with each yep. other. Like, oh, it's one, that's one no closer to a yes. So that, that, that equals five no's, and it's part of the game. But it, I don't care who you are. It, it gets at you. Yep. Yeah, last night, actually. I don't know if I told you this. No, you didn't. But last night I got a phone call from a real estate agent. And uh, I don't know. She's been in the game for – she's a dinosaur. Like, she's been in this game for so long. But she doesn't know anything about wholesaling. You can tell she was just a traditional agent. Mm-hmm. And she called me. She was like, I'm a broker. And I'm like, who's your broker? And then she told me, and I was like, I do deals with your broker. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, and it was just – And why know, was she upset? What was her reason? Put a note on her door. You well, she thinks she thinks that you know. I don't know if she was just. I honestly, you know, I, I have no idea. I think she just called me to tell to tell me that she was a broker. She drunk from the Super Bowl or what? I don't know what it was, <laughs> but it was very aggressive. Yeah. And I told her like I'm legit. Like I buy houses all over the city. Like I'm talking a lot, and you have no idea who I'm doing business with. Like. And then come to find out, I'm doing business with this girl's boss, you know? Like, so it's, like, pretty crazy to me. But 
I don't know. But that chips you away a little bit, it right? It does, yeah. No, it pissed me off for like five minutes, and I was like, oh, that lady is just mad or something. I don't know. Yeah, and you said you had someone that mentioned you and your wife by name on an ad. Yeah, Like, yep. just that must have just kind of chipped away at you a little bit more. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? But, it's yeah, there's a lot of things in this in this business that'll, you know, chip, you know, give, you know what I mean? And you just got to keep pushing, you know. And talking about keeping pushing, last month, me and you were dry. You know, I looking at my board, I got nine on the board now. But last month, I only had one, you know. And then, mm-hmm. actually, I wanted to go over this because the whole part of this podcast is to tell you guys what's working today. Right. You know, and today... Rob had told you that, you know, obviously you need to do sticky notes, phone calls, and not just one or two. I mean, I'm talking about massive volume. Even last month in January, Rob didn't stop. Like, yes, he got deals now from two weeks ago or whatever, closing this week. But, like, he, he did It's not like he stopped back in January. It's not like he wasn't doing them in December or November. He was still doing it then. And right now it's just, you know, coming back around. Well, I mean, I did up my game a little bit, you know, towards the end of uh, last year, towards the end of December. I think I did check out a little mentally. You know, it's just like I always use the example, like, you know, 20 minutes before your shift ends at work, you're not working as hard. Yep, yep. And then and then got got off that momentum. And me and you have talked about that before. Like, once you get the momentum going, stay on it because if it goes away, it, you know, it don't work out for you. Yeah, it's hard to get back in momentum. There you go. Um, so anyways, what I did, I'm going to tell you guys what I did to kind of start getting back in momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, January, I only had one deal, um, which is like insane to me. I've never not done just one deal in one month before. It's always, you know, three or four, um, at minimum two, right? Minimum two, like the lowest, but not one. And I was like, man, like I kind of started getting in my head. I was like, started thinking negatively. And I'm like, dude, like maybe like there's no buyers out there. Then maybe there's no sellers out there or whatever but i started almost believing that and then i actually told i told you i went down to denver and i had shadowed my buddy hunter and he's like you know he's doing probably 10 15 deals a month um and i was just kind of following him around thankfully you know he let me shadow him for the day but you know it's booming you know it's booming you can go you you can come to my office and then last month it could have been dead but like you could have went in his office and he would have been rocking and rolling um, but anyways, so I went over there and yes, he, he was rocking and rolling, dude. This dude was pushing, I don't know how many deals. Um, but anyway, so I had kind of just learned what he was doing and what he was doing is pretty much all relationship based. You know, he's still the number one cash buyer in Colorado. Um, and he's networking with a lot of agents. He's getting referrals from wholesalers and he's also buying deals off the MLS. Mm. Yeah. Which which is I've never really done. Like I've never like I told you before, like all my deals usually are off market. I never buy on market. It's always off market. But there's still money to be made on market. Mm-hmm. You just gotta be able to sniff out the the deals and you gotta watch for, you know, crazy price reductions to know if that seller's motivated or not or Days on market, you got to just look out for those signals. And then when you do find that deal that's that's showing you that that person's motivated, then you just get aligned with the real estate agent and just offer what your number is, and then hopefully you get it. But Hunter was doing that. Like, he was 
I think that day I followed him, he offered probably 10, 12, uh, he offered 10, 10 or 10 to 12 offers that day. So that tells you like, you know, you got to be out, also out there making offers all making day offers. long. And when you say MLS, what is that? Who are you working with? Agents. Agents. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that's I'm realizing. And maybe it's just because I've been doing it a, a little bit longer now. Mm-hmm. Maybe now I'm getting more comfortable working with agents. because. But before, we also got to educate the agents because there's a lot of agents out there still don't know what wholesaling is. And I don't really come across to them as a wholesaler when I, when I have been doing it. Mm-hmm. Because I have such solid cash buyers, I don't have to say I'm wholesaling. True. Yep. When you don't have any cash buyers or you don't have any solid cash buyers, like, cause now I know I've, I'm, I'm in the game a little bit long enough. I know when I make an offer and I know when it's a good offer and I know that I'm going to find a buyer. Mm-hmm. No need for me to sell wholesaling. Right. But anyways, yeah. So after I had followed Hunter, I actually came back and picked up my, my momentum again. Yeah. And, uh, I think that same day, right. The next day after that, I called every agent in town. And told him, hey, I'm looking for fixer uppers. And kid you not, I got two deals out of that. Yeah. And two really good deals. Like I'm talking about six-figure deals from agents. So it's like it'd be dumb for us to like just get in our head and lock ourselves in a room and then like start talking all this negative when we could just be out there talking to people trying to get deals. Because it'll come. And you go with Hunter kind of. It was kind of like a vacation, but it wasn't a vacation, right? It was like a refreshment course. It was cool. Yeah, Yeah. it was cool. Like, I just changed my environment for that day and then, you know, changed my mindset for that day and back up, you know? Yeah, and I I seen it in you, too, once you got back. I mean, because for that day, you ain't going to make no money, but it's crockpot money. Yep, yeah. You're going to make money from that day, and then, yeah. It's good to kind of of refresh yourself and something I need to do. Just think about, like, if you didn't even have, like, this office or, you know, me around or, right. or JP or James or whoever. Just think about how negatively it could be for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be tough, right? I got lucky, so I can't really give credit. I mean, of course, I can, you know, you got to give yourself some credit. But, yeah, I got I got super lucky meeting with you. I got this office, like you said. I'm through you and through because of the position I'm in, I've been meeting just the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't imagine if you're just like a guy that worked a regular job, never was in sales before, didn't know anybody. Didn't know no one doing wholesaling. All you got is YouTube. Dude, that's the way I was when I first started. Did I tell you that? Mm-hmm. I always tell people I graduated from YouTube University. YouTube University. When I started wholesaling real estate, it was all wholesaling ink in my ear, bigger pockets, Max Maxwell. It was all these guys just TikTok wasn't a thing yet then, but it was all just YouTube. I would just lock myself in a room and, you know, I thankfully I had did my first deal on my own and then started connecting with other people that started doing it. But before that, I mean, it took that's what I'm saying. It took me like three months to get my first deal because I had nobody around. But you could be like your canvasser that, you know, been doing it for two weeks and get a deal. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, man, just being around in that environment and people that are actually doing it, you know? I I think when you told me earlier that we're going to do a podcast and we're going to, what the topic was going to be, it did make me think. And, you know, what would, you know, you say survive in 2024. I haven't been doing this long enough, so I don't know what the difference is between 2024 and 2018. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying trying to survive in today, but I know, I do know that it's different market. It's different. I think, in, in my eyes, it's a better time to buy. You know, we're getting, you know, back last year, you know, we were 
okay with buying thinner deals, you know, and then we had to make that work. And that's why a lot of the flippers now are, that I know are losing a lot of money because they bought those thinner deals because they thought it was going to keep going up. But now I think we can definitely buy deeper deals. You know, you're seeing that and I'm seeing that and all our cash buyers are, you know, seeing that too. And the people that are actually making offers, we're offering a lot less because we can. We're not competing with 10, 15 cash buyers right now. We're the only ones buying in town. And that's probably why agents are also coming back around to us because their regular house flipper is not buying any more deals. And I was wondering that, like, how many wholesalers are out there? And not much, bro. Because when I first started, there was a guy that watched a, you know, bought a course, watched a few podcasts, and now he's on a wholesaler. Those guys are popping up every day, but mm -hmm. I don't hear, I don't hear, I don't hear about these people no more. Yeah, they're gone, man. Or maybe I just don't see them because I'm focused on myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went around the, I think, did you stop wholesaling back in like 2020? I did in 2019, 2020, stopped, and then came back in the, at the end of 2023. So you were literally gone from that booming time. Yeah, right, when it was killing. Dude, it was crazy. We're talking about whatever you bought it for, you can resell to somebody else on the market, and people were just grabbing the shit. And people were paying 50 grand over asking a hundred grand over asking. And even for me, like, I'm not going to tell you out here that I'm the best flipper. There was a few houses that I went over budget, went over timeline and still made a killing because people were paying that much money, you know, but that doesn't exist anymore. Now we have to hone our skills. Now we got to hone our sales skills and our construction or whatever I'm doing in the flipping side. We got to just double down and get better at it because those mistakes can cost you a lot of money nowadays. Like if you go over budget nowadays, it the prices is kind of in the flat line, in Cheyenne at least. You know, maybe not in Arizona or Denver, but in Cheyenne, our prices is pretty flatlining right now. Right. They're not really going anywhere. They're not going up. They're not going down. So if you did make, you know, a mistake on a $20,000 sewer line or you went three months over your timeline, you're gonna lose your ass. And uh, I would, so that's like what I'm doing now. I'm just like honing my skills and like, you know, I had made this video the other day. It's like, when you're losing, you might be just developing skills that's gonna, you know, put you in a path to win, right? Cause yeah. you never know. Like, even for you, like last month, like you probably will have never gotten these deals you're getting now. If you didn't like, okay, now I'm going to go harder. Now I'm going to go find a canvasser or a canvasser and then I'm going to go get a mojo dialer. We're going to do all these things. We were losing that much in the, in January, me and you. We were so slow that it made us better. You got a guy that's now doing sticky notes and mojo dialer and now we're banging out these calls. And next thing you know, I mean, I got four deals on the contract. You got two or three, you know, two in the deals, last, yeah. in the last two weeks. And that's, badass bro but it's like what i'm saying is like you know when you're put up against a wall you get to find out who you really are and that's when you decide are you going to give up or get better yeah and like you said like honing your skills and i was listen literally listening to david goggins this morning and he talks about you know don't focus on your strengths focus on your weaknesses mm. and that's one thing i'm also it made me think too because so here's what it boils down what i'm going to do and what i am doing 
is I'm going to, you always hear it too, like through wholesaling, don't go 10 different ways of advertising at first, right? Pick two or three, master that. So that's what I'm doing. The reason why I was on TikTok last night is I was trying to find some creative ways of finding deals. When we say the word creative, we're not, I'm not talking about creative financing and I'm not talking about, you know what I mean? I was talking about creative ways to find wholesaling deals, looking at other people and seeing what they're doing. That's what I was trying to find. But I think it also boils down to, and you know this, you know this, let me let me give it to you in a little uh little riddle, okay? <laughs> if you if you have all the talent in the world but you lack what? You're no good. Discipline. There you go. And it's gotta be picking these few things, maybe picking a couple other things that we're not used to that were that are, that are weaknesses, right? That we're not we're gonna still find a couple more things, stick to it, and discipline. Yeah, that's literally, I was thinking that this morning, that was my word for 2024 is discipline. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop, you know, drinking so much. I haven't drank since New Year's Eve. Right. I'm going to double down on my fitness. I'm going to double down on my meal prepping and my business and, you know, get to find out who I really am. Because I do know, you know, there's a lot of people in the real estate industry right now that's going to be quitting. And, you know, the people like us are the ones that's going to thrive. All right. You know. Yeah, with discipline with and with not listening to everybody else. You know, even when we heard in that real estate meetup, when I said I need to work harder, and a lot of people, they were telling me, you're just being too hard on yourself. Yes. Because in 2022, Cheyenne, Wyoming sold almost 5,000 houses, right? 2023, it was like half, half of that. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It boils it down to like, yeah, half. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, you know, we only sold 1,700 houses last year. And that's what it was. Is that crazy, dude? 1,700 houses. Was it 17? Yeah, 17. I thought it was 17,000. 1,700. Hmm. It was like 4,000 and something and went down to 2,000 and something the year after and then 1,700. Dang, I did, I did a lot of those deals then. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't listen to that shit, of course that shit affects you, right? But if you don't yeah. listen, if you listen to it and you pay attention to it, you're stuck in that mindset. So I don't even want to hear that. No, I just figure, talk. pick them a few things, stick at it. Get all the death threats <laughs> and just put my nose Seriously. down. And grab. Even you said to me, remember you said, Rob, I don't know. This town's a small town and we're hitting it up hard now. Yeah. We got the canvassers, we got the cold callers, like everybody's like, we're hitting it hard. It mm. does get kind of scary, right? Right, for sure. But, that, but you got to just like, okay, never mind. He's had cops calling him, telling yeah. him that. 9.30 at night, someone called the cops saying that we broke in their shed. But you didn't. No, I wouldn't leave my phone number if I did. On yeah, their front you, door. You left them a sticky note on the front door, but <laughs> yeah. then you broke into their shed. Doesn't make yeah. no sense. And but I, you know, but I, you know, here's the deal though: is I love my community, and my intention is not to piss people off. Right. And you know, my, so, our intentions is not to lowball no. someone either. Right. Not to lowball someone. You know, I I didn't treat this guy like crap. He's 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 really mad, and I thought he was a little out of control, mad. But if if I have if I'm giving those people the feeling that hey, we got some dudes creeping around their yards, I'm gonna. I'm going to change it up. I had to talk with my guys only on the sidewalk. Get the gates closed, put it on the gate, put the sticky note in your hand. Don't spend but a half a second on that porch. Don't look at the window. Look at you look at your feet mm-hmm. as you're walking up there. Yep. Because I don't want my community feeling unsafe. You know, when someone has their kids at home alone and they're out playing bingo or something, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, we got to still, we got to, it's got to be a happy medium, but we can't just stop what we're doing because one guy gets pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. The The funniest thing to me is like when people do call us like, 
scammers or whatever because i did get that facebook message oh yeah and in in the back of my head i'm like do you know how many houses i bought in cheyenne and do you know how many unhappy customers i've had zero so that just goes to tell you that you know we're not out here just jiving people we're literally here solving problems for these people and yeah, you can look it up right now. I'll tell you to go on my Google, put house buyers of Cheyenne. There's not a single one-star review. It's all five-star reviews. Right, and then that one star is bound to happen, of course. You know, yeah, but you it's like, it's to... not, it's never going to be from a, you know, unhappy seller. Yeah. It'll and... be someone from, you know, maybe that's just a hater or something, you know. Right. And then what do you do to a neighborhood when you go into a neighborhood and there's this piece of crap house on a lot? That's in a beautiful neighborhood, and you fix up that house. What does that do for the neighbors? Oh, yeah, it raises the value. I'm right. doing one of those right now on the north side of town. Cop lives across the street. Cop lives on the west side of the house. Everyone thinks it's a crack house, and then they're, like, super happy. They're like, hey, you know, this has been an eyesore for the neighborhood. I'm so happy you're fixing it. Right. You know, and the guy that's selling it to me, he's like, you know, he's like, bro, like, I can't, I just cannot afford to do these maintenance on this house. And it's like, you know, there's nothing I can do. It's not like, you know, it's not like I'm not by choice, by, you know, not trying to fix it. He literally just can't do it. Right. So we're, we're raising the values of their house. The same person that calls me and says, stay out of my neighborhood. They don't, they don't realize that we're raising the value of their house. We're literally 10, making neighborhoods better. Like that house yeah. I did on central. Dude, that yeah. block looks way better now. Right. Way better. Yes, I'm going to lose a hundred grand on that house after I sell it. But it's like, so what? You know, at least I made the neighborhood better. And at least now that whole neighborhood, there's not a single house that's shitty. Yeah, and, you know, people bring in their family members from out of state. You know, oh, don't mind that house. It's not a crack house, I swear. Now they can walk their dogs past that yard and exactly. feel better about it, too. Yeah. But anyways, I appreciate you guys for listening to this podcast. I hope you got some value. Um, but yeah, so we were just kind of just talking about how some of the things that you can do to get deals nowadays, you know, phone calls, sticky notes, networking with agents, buying them off the MLS, buying it off wholesalers like us. Um, but either way, like you just got to be out there talking to people and what's Brent Daniels saying? TTP. TTP. Talk to people. Yeah. And, and then real quick. I just don't give up. And that, now's not the time to slow down. Now's the time to... It sounds cliche, but it's, it's the time to work harder. Mm-hmm. It's the time to honing your skills. Get better. All right, exactly. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate y'all for listening. And if you guys do want to book a call with me, I have my link on my Instagram. Or if you want to find Rob. Rob, what's your... You, man, you should get back on Instagram, man. I've never been on Instagram before. But you can find me on uh, TikTok, Rise or Fall of Rob, or you can email me at uh, Offer Cheyenne. We'll give that one. Offer Cheyenne at gmail.com. Yeah, so he's uh, on TikTok. He's actually doing this challenge of doing 48 deals in one year. 48 deals in one year, and we're I'm, I haven't got one done yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to, though. All right, I'm about to do two. He hasn't, he hasn't closed one yet this year, but he has how many closings this week? I have two under contract for both buyer and seller. So This week? Should go both. One's going to go out this week for sure. Probably both of them this week, though. Yeah. 
right. Well, all right, guys. Go follow his journey. It's pretty cool. Thank you. Um, rise or fall, right? Rise or fall of Rob. Rob. TikTok, Facebook, Rob Horsley. And you know where to find me, A Cruz Y O. Appreciate you guys appreciate you guys for listening. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you on the next trying to better my health, but all my life They be trying to keep me down All this time Never thought I'd make it out No no no, all my life.